Shea Soul Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's Old Talk. Um, I've had a good week so far, actually. Work was quite busy, as per usual, and I got to go up back to um, home for the weekend and I had Friday off, which is why this episode's a little bit late because things were a bit bit shambles because I went back up to Perth on Thursday night and then basically spent the whole weekend there so I didn't get the chance to to work on the podcast. Um, but we're here, it's Sunday, so we're cramming it in before the week is over. Things are slowly starting to get a little bit more back to normal, I guess, in regards to coronavirus restrictions, which is nice. Um, as of tomorrow, there's no more regional border restrictions in the area I'm in, so I can go back to Perth as often as I need to or want to, which is a huge relief and something I'm really grateful that we've been able to to put back in place. But yeah, I guess it's been it's been a good week. Same old, same old, I guess. Nothing really out of the ordinary for me here. So the thing that I've been loving this week is actually running. Um, I've been trying to get into it recently. I think I've said in previous episodes that I've been going around three or four times a week. And I think then I'm slowly starting to see some improvements, which is nice. I find that when I go for a run in the morning, it really sets the tone for the rest of my day and I feel a lot more awake and alert and I guess alive while I'm at work, which I find really helpful because otherwise I just get up at the last minute and then I'm really tired throughout the day. And also I get to see some really beautiful sunsets because I run along the coast. So that's really nice. But I'm not the greatest at running still. I am still really slow. Um, My boyfriend and I went for a run together on the weekend and that was really nice. But yeah, I guess it's something that I can can work on and I want to get better at it because I've never really been very great at running in general. So that's something that I'm getting myself into at the moment and I'm actually really enjoying it. So now that that's aside, for today's episode, I kind of thought I'd talk a little bit about what it's like working in the media and kind of how to get into it in the first place. Because when I was in uni, I was always kind of wondering how do you get your foot in the door? How does it all kind of work in the real world, I guess? And I would have loved to hear these sorts of things. Like I was always going to YouTube videos and trying to tune in where I could to hear people's firsthand accounts of of what their experience was like. So hopefully this can be of somewhat use to someone who's in the same position that I used to be. So if you haven't listened before and you, I guess, don't really know what I do, um, I graduated uni last year. Actually, I think I graduated this year in February, but I started working as a journalist full-time in December last year, so I've officially been working for six months now. Um, Yeah, so obviously I'm not a super experienced source to give advice about life in the media itself, but 
I thought that I could give a few tips about my uni and internship experiences and what helped me to get a job where I am and kind of get my foot in the door and I guess what other people can do. So I guess the first kind of component of what I'm going to talk about today is uni courses. So if you're unsure of what a journalist job actually entails, but you think it's something you'd be interested in and you enjoy writing, I recommend you do study journalism at uni because that's exactly what I did since I was in school. I think since I was in year seven, I said I always wanted to be a journalist purely because I loved writing, but I didn't think I could be an author. And I didn't really know any other jobs where you could write for a living. So I was like, yeah, I want to be a journalist. And I guess I just stuck with that until I actually studied it at uni. But going into my uni course, I didn't really know what a journalist actually did besides maybe write for a newspaper or something. But it's truly such an interesting and a unique job that can really take you all over the world if you let it. And you get to speak to so many different people and write about a whole range of topics and no two days are ever the same. And there's so many different different aspects and different types of journalism. So you can really do so many things with a journalism or a media communications degree. So I really recommend studying it if it's something that you think you might be interested in. I guess it's the first real step to getting a job in the media is you know, doing the uni course. Although it is possible to get a job without a degree 100% if you make the right connections and you start early and do work experience and try to get casual shifts and that sort of thing. But I guess for me personally, I studied journalism and professional writing and publishing. So my units covered a range of both broadcast, online and print journalism, as well as editing and a whole different range of writing types as well. And I really loved my degree. I enjoyed pretty much every unit I took aside from a few. (laughs) But yeah, I enjoyed most of the units I took and I found it so interesting and worthwhile and it kind of solidified my drive and desire to, to work in the media. No matter what my job ended up being, I knew that I wanted to work in a, in a communications based role. The practical units were the best in my degree, I I reckon. And if you have the chance to do practical units in your degree, I recommend you jump at them. Or if you're debating between uni courses, maybe choose the one that has more practical experience because that's what you'll most benefit from when it comes to journalism because there's only so many essays you can write. But if you have a class that simulates what it's like to be in a newsroom for a day, that will be so much more be- more beneficial for you. So yeah, working through the practical units um, throughout uni kind of gives you an idea of what it's like working as a journalist. And for me, it helped me to realize that I was more interested in online and print and more writing focused journalism than TV and um, radio. Although I'm still interested in that broadcast side, but I definitely do not want to be on TV. I'm more happy working writing. You'll find that the people in your graduating class for your degree are most likely going to be some of your colleagues as well. And that's something that one of my tutors kind of ingrained in my brain that take a look around you. This will be the class that you'll be working with because most of you will land jobs at some point in time, although jobs are very competitive and that's something else that I'll talk about. 
But yeah, so just make sure you're kind to everyone in your class and help out everyone where you can because there might be a job opportunity come up later at somewhere that they're working and they'll be like, hey, so-and-so was really nice to me during uni. Maybe they are someone I could recommend for the role or something like that. Like I've heard a lot of stories where um, people have got jobs because of people that they knew from uni kind of lent them a helping hand. Another thing to do is to make the most of your tutors. I made sure to have a good relationship with my uni tutors and that helped me with actually getting a job because at the end of the day, if your tutors like you and they know that you're passionate about what you're studying and know that you work hard and really want to work as a journalist and make it out there, then they're more likely to put your name forward for work experience or job opportunities and that's exactly what happened for me and my friends. We were all going for these jobs and of course there was other candidates from my university class going for the job as well but at the end of the day my tutor was the one who gave his recommendations. Like the editor called up my tutor and he asked for his opinion on the students and if you're on the tutor's good side then they'll say really great things about you and that's what you want to guarantee that you have someone who believes in you and someone who'll back you when job opportunities do come up. Honestly, I guess when it comes to uni, just make the most out of the time that you have there because the people you meet and the opportunities you get are kind of handed to you in uni and then not the same once you're out of that uni environment. Like it's a lot harder to get opportunities, whereas in uni they kind of fall at your feet and you can pick and choose what you want to do. We had so many chances to hear from experienced journalists and attend networking functions and get involved in podcasts and things like that throughout uni. And I found that I wish I took advantage of more of those opportunities rather than regret any of the ones I did. So I really recommend that you get involved if your uni has anything like that. Or if your uni has a school magazine or newspaper, I would 100% say get involved with that because that's what I did um, for our uni magazine. And honestly, it was such a great experience and a real learning curve. It'll help you build your resume as well and create a portfolio of published work that you can show when you're applying for an internship or work experience or for even a real job. If you don't have any internship experience or something, like you can put the stories that you write for the school magazine or school newspaper in your portfolio because that it's just good to get published work out under your name. For me, my school magazine gave me the chance to work my interviewing skills and talk to some really cool musicians. It helped me build my writing portfolio and also gave me the chance to write about basically anything, anything that I found interesting. Other students would find it interesting too. So it's a really cool chance to kind of dip your toe into all different types of writing. And for me, I managed to work my way up to become the music editor for that section, which meant I got experience in editing pieces and organizing a small team, sorting out interviews and media passes, and they're also really valuable skills that I could then put on my resume. So I guess once you've kind of chosen your uni course and sorted out what's going on in your life there, the next main point in figuring out how to get your foot in the door of the media industry, I guess, is internships and work experience. Internships and work experience are kind of the best things to have on your resume when applying for a job or even when applying for like a paid internship or something. 
So I'd really recommend trying to get some under your belt while completing your degree because it's a great way to kill two birds with one stone. And also journalism is very competitive. There's going to be so many people graduating as journalists at the same time as you and applying for the same jobs as you. But if you have some real world experience and published pieces to show for yourself, that'll kind of put you a step above the rest. I know that towards the end of my degree, I did have a couple of um, internships that I did through uni and also that I found myself. And I did have a couple of things on my on the side that I could put on my resume, like projects I've done myself or um, working with the school magazine, like I said before. So I did have some things on my resume, but there were some people in my class who were already doing casual shifts as newsreaders with um, with one of the radio stations or some people had already been published on local news websites and there's just some people that will kind of go that step above and beyond to get their name out there while they're only still in university. So I think it's great for you to be that person if you're sure that journalism is what you want to do because it is a really competitive industry and it is hard to to get your your foot in the door, I guess, and to get a full-time job and make a living out of it. Like it's so worthwhile when you can. And I'm only in the beginning of this for me, but like I love my job. I think it's so interesting every single day. But I know that I got lucky with my job. I actually got my job through one of the internships that I did, um, which was organized through my university. So I got really lucky. And I know some people like really struggle to find jobs as a journalist because they are hard. And a lot of them involve moving to a regional place in the beginning before you kind of work your way up back into the big city. And I'm not sure what it's like in like America or something, or if they have more jobs in the cities, but in Australia, it involves going regional first for most people. But yeah, I guess kind of getting that work experience to add to your list makes you more desirable as an employee because there's so many grads applying for the exact same job as you. But if you have those extra things on your resume, then it puts you one step above the rest. And that's where you want to be for such a competitive field. And it doesn't have to just be like internships and work experience that you do. Like you can have a podcast that you interview people or that's really well put together and you think shows off your broadcast skills. Or if you have a YouTube channel or you have a blog and you think that it really showcases your talent and that sort of thing. Like don't be afraid to whack that on your portfolio and your website and your resume and kind of use that to your advantage because everything counts when you're applying for jobs and yeah, (laughs) I lost my train of thought there. But yeah, everything counts when you're applying for jobs and if it's something that you're proud of and you've worked hard, then you may as well showcase it and you never know like that could show off your personality a bit more and the the person hiring could be like, hey, we're choosing between these two, but this girl, she runs her own blog and she does it for free and she only gets so many clicks, but she's clearly passionate about it. And passion is something that we think is very important for our business. So let's hire her. Like that's kind of what you're hoping for, I guess. So I guess following on from internships and work experience, I guess the the final step is actually getting a job. And obviously getting a job in the media is the hardest part. And that's what I was saying before, like there's only 
so many jobs for so many grads and it is a really hard industry to kind of break into and make a name for yourself but if you're passionate and you have the drive and you want to work hard and you're willing to work hard there's nothing that really is stopping you like if you can find a way to to get a foot in with the local paper or with the local broadcast station and even just start doing some casual shifts or shadowing people or just going for the day or something like that and then kind of make those connections and you can work your way up into landing yourself a role because I feel like with most journalists that's what a lot of it is. It's through connections. And obviously some jobs probably don't get advertised as like to a wide audience. So you may not find them, but if you've done a a few casual shifts with say the ABC or something before, although I'm not a hundred percent, but like if you've done a few casual shifts and you're applying for a role that comes up versus someone who's never done anything for them before and they're fresh out of uni, but you're both fresh out of uni and you have a few casual shifts with them under your belt, you're going to be the more desirable hire because obviously you have experience with their system. They know that you're you're good at the job, that sort of thing. So I guess, yeah, all you can really do is try to get as much experience as you can before you're out there applying for jobs. So kind of work away at your resume throughout your whole degree and try to get yourself published as much as you can. Pitch ideas to online sites that you find interesting um, or if you find a local story going on, like, um, pitch it to your local paper and you may have to write for free, which is what I did for a lot of the time, basically before I actually got this job. (laughs) But yeah, as long as you're not like exploiting yourself or anything or being exploited, whatever, um, kind of try and get your name out there and help build your portfolio because everything counts at the end of the day. And as I was saying before, connections will help you to get jobs. So if there are networking events that come up, like make sure you try and get involved and attend those events where you can meet other people in the industry and follow them on Twitter or connect with them on LinkedIn. Twitter is a big one I would recommend you use if you're interested in becoming a journalist because you can easily interact with so many different journalists on there and keep tabs. And it's a good way to kind of make those connections and I guess e-meet those people. And you never know what could come of it. Like you'll be up to date and you can gather a interested like following and you could be the one breaking the news at the same time as the other real journos. Even if you're a uni student, like nothing can stop you from being involved in the news cycle, I guess. I think Twitter is a really valuable platform if you know how to use it right. So yeah, get on there. Follow those journos. Follow me if you want. It's Ailish L. Delaney. And I'll follow you back and we can have a chat about all things newsy. (laughs) But yeah, I guess from my personal experience, so I finished uni last year in November and then I got this job after completing an internship and um, I started in December. So I've kind of been here for around six months now. And I guess a day in the life for me, it took a lot of getting used to in the beginning and kind of trying to wrap my head around what goes on in what areas, because obviously I moved two hours away from my home. So I'm not a local to this area. So I don't like I had to do a lot of learning. But yeah, so my kind of day to day involves a lot of scrolling online and emails and calls to try and find stories and Facebook groups are really useful 
places to find stories. So I would recommend joining the Facebook community groups in your area or surrounding areas or areas close to your uni because they will help you find stories 100%. Social media is a really valuable tool when it comes to reporting. Like you can find so many sources and so many story ideas there. So I would recommend using it. Like don't be afraid to message someone on Facebook and then comment on their post and say, hey, I sent you a message. So they see it. Like that's a thing that a lot of working journalists do. Like social media is such a valuable tool for us. But yeah, once I've actually nutted out a list of stories that I'm trying to follow up, I'll um, organize photos and do the interviews with them. We have two papers a week for where I work. So um, we have two deadline days a week, which are basically the crunch days where all your stories are due and the paper gets put together. So we'll have meetings every few days to see how we're tracking and pitch story ideas and kind of help each other if our lists are looking a little um, a little short. And then we'll kind of brainstorm what we think the front page is going to be, what the most important stories for the paper are, that sort of thing, if there's anything groundbreaking. Um, what else do I do? We have to keep our social media updated. So we're in charge of the Facebook page, posting stories, posting breaking news, trying to to up the engagement on our website and on our Facebook with our um, with the people who like the page, which is something I find really interesting. And obviously, I don't have a whole lot of experience with online and that sort of thing, but I'm really interested in it. And that's something that I would love to learn a lot more about, I find. Um, putting together stories online really interesting because you do it a different way to print because you want to make sure it's eye-catching and you can do it kind of longer that sort of thing and what works online doesn't work in print and vice versa so I find that really interesting and I'd love to learn more about it because as I said before like I'm six months into this job like I am a fresh newbie cadet and there's so much that I'm so interested in learning about and there's so much learning that I I have to do and I still have so much that I can work on and so far to go before I become a good journalist, I would say. But yeah, I guess that just kind of says that no matter how long you work in the industry, I think that there's always more you can learn. Every day there's something new you can learn. There's Technology is always evolving, so there's always going to be new tools for you to grasp and that sort of thing. So I'm really excited to to see where it goes and I guess to follow along and see how I can progress. Yeah, I love working in the media. I can't wait to see where it takes me in the future and the future of print and the future of online journalism and that sort of thing. But there's so many different roles you can do with a journalist degree or a media communications degree. Like it's not just limited to journalist itself. So if you can't find a job as a journalist or you get one and you kind of think, hmm, I'm not sure if this role in the media is for me. There's so many communications roles and writing-based roles that are just as interesting and out there. So don't be discouraged if you think that journalism isn't for you, but you still want to work in the media. Like there's so many jobs you can do and it's such an interesting and invigorating industry. And I kind of can't wait to see where my future takes me and where everyone I've met goes and that sort of thing. So hopefully um, these kind of tips and my advice and experiences can be useful to you if you're interested or if you're kind of debating between what uni course to do or if you're just starting out in uni and you're like 
what should I be focusing on? Is there anything that I need to know straight away? Because when I started, I was totally clueless. And then suddenly I got to third year and I was like, crap, I should have all this experience under my belt because lots of other people do. And you just kind of stress out and feel like you're really far behind. But just take it at your own pace. And I guess, like I said, make the most of the opportunities that uni gives you. Try to get internships and work experience where you can and get your name out there. Get yourself published, add to your portfolio, work on a side hustle, whether it be a YouTube channel, whether it be a podcast, whether it be a blog, anything where you can showcase your skills and show that to a future employer. I would say those are my three main tips um, to take away from this episode. So hopefully uh, you enjoyed it and you found it somewhat helpful or interesting anyway, because I know when I first started, I would have loved to listen to something like this. But yeah, good luck to anyone who's studying journalism. If you ever have any questions or you want to pick my brain or something like that, feel free to message me because it's something that I love and something that I'm so passionate about. And I have more experienced colleagues that I can always flick the question to if I myself don't actually know. But yeah, sorry this episode was a little late this week, guys. Usually I put them out on Fridays, but as I said, I traveled back up to Perth this week, so I wasn't able to put an episode out just because I was busy Wednesday night and Tuesday I just I just didn't have the chance to to get on it. So I guess my lack of organization this week kind of came back to bite me in the butt a bit, but we're here. The episode's still out before the end of the week, so I think we managed to do okay. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back in your ears next week. See ya. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it.